everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Assuming that you have listened to previous episodes. If not, then Which welcome, they have. Welcome they have. to the first. You know, uh, as I've looked at statistics for our podcast, we have a big um, listening in other countries. We have like at least 30 other countries represented as our listeners. You want to throw some of them out? Um, well, Germany was on there. We had, um, I, I could pull them up, but uh, some South American countries are on there. It's just probably these one people. Australia too, right? I thought I remember Australia, you, yep. New Zealand was up there. I remember so, that from like one of the first episodes is we had this random one view <laughs> listener in Australia. And I was like, so I, I was always like, who is this guy? I had, I but yeah, we're kind of. Could be a girl. Could be. We're kind of working against them continuing to listen as we make fun of them right now, <laughs> listening. But um, welcome to everybody. Is your mic on? Hello. Okay, it is on. Hey, Rich is here, and Carson is here. Uh, hey. Hey, hey everybody. <laughs> Sorry, I was a little late on that one. We're a little rusty. We haven't done. Wait, this before we jump in, I just have to say I thought it was so funny. Like a couple of days ago, my mom listened to one of the previous episodes shout said, out to Carson's mom she said she said Rich just sounded so happy I like when he sounds like that <laughs> that is true I love when you sound happy Rich don't make a habit of it <laughs> I will not but Sorry. okay we are continuing our uh, series on prayer that accompany our small groups and uh, we are on to another passage today and this plays off the phrase in the Lord's Prayer. Which one? I think it plays off of, or I'm sure it plays off of the petition, give us this day our daily bread. Yeah. yeah. So that's a key part of prayer is asking God for provisions and petitioning God for those things. So we wanted to look at Mary's Prayer. What is the, the term for this again? Mary's Magnificat. Yeah. That sounds cool. Um so we're going to listen to her prayer in Luke chapter 1. Cool. Starting in verse 46. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me. And holy is his name, and his mercy is for those who fear him. From generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud and the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring forever. Beautiful. Um, rich. Why is that prayer so important in terms of talking about God's provision? So we have to remember that in the context, Mary is, is praying here because she is pregnant with the Savior of the world, right? Is This is the one where she's pregnant, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, just making sure my context is right. Like the people all around the world are listening. They're like wrong. People all, <laughs> yeah, like, all over oh. the world are listening, Rich. Better get this right. Um, so she's pregnant with the salvation of the world, and and Jesus mm. is is there in her womb, and this is the provision from God that the entire Bible up to this point has been pointing to, mm. and 
she's not asking God so much for just her, but she's praising God for his mm. faithfulness and the provision that God has already given. So. Yeah. And, you know, as we think about, again, prayer's definition, calling upon the Lord, the name of the Lord to keep his covenant. Provision should always be subsumed under that larger program of God keeping his covenant. Like when we talk about provision in the Christian life, we're not talking about, you know, necessarily individualistic desires or anything. We're talking about God providing ultimate restoration to things Mm. based on his covenant. And that's what you see here is the savior of the world, like you said, the ultimate provision of God keeping his covenant Mm. is what's being sought after here. And what's amazing is Mary, you know. Uh, ties this back to Abraham and the promise that God made all the way back in Genesis 12 the first time you know Um, and I think we lose sight of of that when we're struggling Mm. at least I know I do in our Christian lives like this is the God of Abraham the God of Isaac the God of Jacob who has now given this ultimate provision to everyone who would come and it's very important to see like you're saying Taylor that calling upon the name of the Lord to keep his covenant promises like Mary's praising him for that yeah that's exactly what I was going to say it's interesting that interspersed in this petition is praises for when he is mm-hmm. you know actually fulfilled what he said in his covenant that he would do so she's bringing that back yeah. as she's asking him to continue to do that it really reminded me a lot of Hannah's prayer I wonder if there's any like intertextual links hmm. That's good. I, it it I think it does too. Yeah. A lot. Just as I was listening to it again, I was like, "Wow, this sounds a lot like Hannah's prayer from for Samuel." Um, <clears throat> but I think that's kind of the the important thing to kind of ground petitions in is you know making sure they're God centered, like we've already talked about before. But also, this is remarkable. In you know, the Lord's prayer is something that I pray often to start my my silence and solitude and my prayer life or my quiet time. And always, uh, I kind of try to envision um, or just imagine the, this prayer in images, like, Our Father in heaven, you know, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as an, like this big cosmic, cosmic image of our, of our Father. And then it's, give us this day our daily bread. And it's like this, this cosmic vision of goodness and love is brought to the immediate present day needs and I just think that's a beautiful picture of how prayer is not only this cosmic thing, it's also very much concerned with your everyday life and your everyday needs because God is concerned with your everyday life and your everyday needs. Yeah, that's how God works out the cosmic. Like yeah. it, it's so counterintuitive, right? Like the cosmic global glory of God is worked out through my everyday life and yours and Carson's and and our listeners in New Zealand and Australia right like God's so concerned (laughs) and and South America South America and Germany you know God is is so concerned with us that he has involved himself in our prayers right and Mm -hmm. and I think that's the the one lesson I would ask everybody to pick up on as they're reading through these scriptures is God's involved in our lives and like one of the biggest thoughts I've ever had praying was realizing that like the same time I'm praying there's a countless number of people all around the world praying at the same time and God hears all of them and Mm -hmm. it's like oh 
wow, he really does care, you know? Mm. So. Yeah. So when we think about, you know, um, provision and petition, um, what are some things that, uh, I'll just direct it to the person of Paul, because he's been in our minds. We're about to start, um, you know, going through the book of Philippians and Paul's prayer in Philippians is an important one. But uh, when you see Paul give instances of prayer, what are things that he's asking for and petitioning God for? That we would grow and abound in the love that God has for us in Christ Jesus. Mm. That we would be rooted and established in mm. in this Christ of, of Scripture. Yeah, and I think what's beautiful about that is how it takes the cosmic story of Christ and it brings it into the everyday um, as we grow in love. Mm. Like, so taking the story of Jesus uh, and bringing it to our everyday life is actually you know, what God does as he makes us more like Jesus and giving us love and bringing us love and making us into mm-hmm. love. And not only love, too, but like Ephesians 3, his prayer is that we would grow um, in the power through his spirit. So mm. I think that's important, too. Yeah, to give us... So I, I, I would just throw that out there because I think when you think about things that we should be petitioning for in prayer mm. and asking God for in terms of daily needs, um, going to Paul's prayers is actually a really good place mm-hmm. to go to, to find ways that we can seek provision. And it's yes. really challenging. Like you and I have talked about this after reading um, D.A. Carson's book. Well, some of D.A. Carson's book. Yeah, we never finished that book. Um, Which one? <laughs> it was praying a, through Paul. Praying okay. like Paul or okay. something, yeah. Paul never prays, you know, for people's aunts to be healed or, you know, I lost my job or my big toes broken, like help me, right? Paul's prayers are always grounded. I think you referenced Aunt Susie's big toe in a yeah, previous Yeah, I feel episode. like we've, I've heard something about a big toe. Yeah. It sounds like yeah. a very real experience that you had. I have. Um, <laughs> and there is uh, this, this, like we were just talking about it before we got on a podcast. Paul's whole life can be summed up by in Christ, right? Like mm-hmm. Christ has consumed Paul, right? And, and, his prayers are always for Christ to be known and whatever that looks like. And we're not saying it's wrong to pray for your daily needs. Like God cares exactly, about those, yeah. but those needs are always secondary to the main need, which is the glory of God in Christ going out into the world. So, and Paul is always, always consumed by that goal, which is, I mean, this is not Paul, but this is Mary's prayer, but that's the forefront of what she's trying to do yes. with this prayer. So I think that's why we picked this one. Yeah, and, uh, and that's also why we coupled this passage with Psalm 16. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't read the whole psalm, but there's a few things in there that I think is really important in terms of what we see the psalmist ask for. Mm-hmm. Um, Carson, is there anything in this psalm that really just stands out to you? There's just a couple of verses. Uh, verse 2 says, I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good mm-hmm. apart from you. That one, then you see... Verse 4, the sorrows of those who run after another god shall multiply their drink offerings. Oh, that's the wrong one. Where was I looking for? I was like, okay. Oh, number five, sorry. (laughs) The Lord is my chosen portion in my cup. You hold my lot. Um, And there's some some things like that interspersed through it. And I think it'll pair really well with Mary's prayer as they pray through this psalm. Yeah. As you think uh, through things, like as you seek goodness, as you seek um, satisfaction, finding these things in Christ... 
yes. finding yeah. these things. And then and verse, verse 7, I bless the Lord who gives me counsel in the night. Mm. Always my heart instructs me. Mm. It's really and good. It's, it's amazing to see here. You know, the last psalm we looked at, or one of the last psalms, was Psalm 63. And David very much said something very similar yeah. there about meditating on God in the, in the night and him counseling. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I really like how this psalm ends. Like the last three verses really bring it home because David grounds his hope and his expectations all in the very presence of of God and what happens when you don't have that presence. Mm. So, Hmm. yeah, that's really, really good. All right. Well, um, as you pray through this psalm, I think there's an opportunity for you to present your needs, present. your petitions to God, but also, again, part of praying scripture is it it guides and directs our prayers so that we also find that whatever we're seeking, whatever we're petitioning, like God is our portion. God is our good. And hopefully as we pray those things together as a group, we're, we're able to be guided and directed there. So. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, any other kind of thoughts or... Yeah, just something really quick to to think about a closing thought would be here in this psalm, it says that God is my chosen portion, Mm. but we also know from Jesus that God chose us. So Mm. as we pray, it's sometimes important to remember that the God you're praying to has chosen you to be praying to him. Yes. Yes. All right. On that note, that's a good, good note to end on. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Not see you, but well.